Hello, wonderful person. I'm Cindy James, and this is the Cindy James Galactic Podcast. Welcome, wonderful person, to the power of March. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to take this word apart, just to start with. March, the classic definition, means to walk with measured steps or regular tread, either individually or as a group. It comes from the old French marcher, I think I'm pronouncing that right, to walk, to trample, to tread underfoot. So here we are in March. Let's walk with measured steps and let those measured steps come from the deep beat of the drum of your soul, of your heart, of your infinite wisdom that resides within you. Not the kind of thoughts that come and go, that kind of plague us, God bless us in our precious minds but that marching to the beat of the drum of your infinite heart, of your powerful soul. The word march comes from the god of war, Mars, in the Roman calendar. And if you may remember, if you listen to the power of February, January and February didn't exist as months. They were just kind of this no man's land. And March 1st was a time to retake up arms. And people would stop wars in the bad weather. I mean, doesn't that just kind of illustrate the ridiculousness of wars? Like, we'll just stop because the weather's bad. And as soon as the weather's good again, we'll take up war. So it's a potent time here on the planet, like I think it has always been. Potent just means with a lot of power, a lot of potency, a lot of energy. I think we are infinite energy. There's always infinite energy around. And since this is the first March of 2022 I've ever been part of, it seems pretty big to me. Does it seem pretty big to you? This business of Mars, of war. Remember that song, War? What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. It is said in spiritual wisdom that war is necessary when the tide gets so out of balance that there is, um, it's a necessary time to use force to bring in something positive. But I would posit, I like that word posit all the way, I would posit in this moment that we may not need war. We may need war. I mean, I don't have that kind of clairvoyance. What I have, what kind of clear seeing I see, clairvoyance from the depth of my being is that the circumstances that we're experiencing in the world right now will lead us If we are willing, if we are brave, if we are loving enough, awake enough to use the energy that made everything to disarm, I keep wanting to say disarm and dissolve is one word. So to disarm and dissolve the forces of separateness, the forces of conflict, the forces of me versus you, and to usher in union, to usher in harmony, to usher in collaboration from the level of the deeper energies that is within every single human being on this planet. What if what's going on in the world stage right now, especially with the players that have been players for as long as I've been in the body for sure, what if this circumstance right now is designed for each and every one of us to do what I have been promoting as the truth, to to promote, to make bigger, to share the truth of 
the fact that we have within us the energy, the energy that can spread across this whole planet to each and every person that exists and radiate into them a new way, a clearer way, a more aligned way with the deeper truths. I think, I know, I believe, I have conviction of, I have deep faith in this moment in time being a turning point, a shift point for each and every one of us to put our imagination where our heart is and to see this whole unholy trinity, as I call it, victim, villain, and savior into its proper perspective. If we are living from the place of there are victims and there are villains and then there has to be saviors, that is a unholy trinity that continues to manifest over and over again. But when we can transform our perspective of victim, villain, and savior into someone who is hurting, someone who is hurting so much that they exert hurt, and then someone who can see a bigger perspective and actually advocate for the light. I have been saying for decades that we can do the exact same actions and say the exact same words, but the energy from which those actions and words spring make all the difference, not only in our own precious being and the beings of those immediately around us and the environments around us, but in the whole course of how events evolve. So it is my great invitation that it is time for us to make a stand on the truth within and advocate for the light rather than fight the dark. Again, it could be the same words and actions. It's where we're coming from that really makes all the difference. Imagine being in a dark room and fighting the dark, seeing yourself punching at the dark or advocating for the light which reaches around and just finds the switch and turns it on and immediately dispels the darkness. That analogy is right on, spot on, for what's necessary right now because it is so easy to be seduced by the seeming darkness that is overtaking, not just what's happening on the world stage, but what's happening on the communication stage within peoples, within communities, within media, within our own mind. It is so easy to then find this bravado of annihilation. I'm going to annihilate that negative energy. And I think that we can accomplish things that way, but I think that's the hard way, the long way. And since we are destined to know that as Einstein said, we are part of a friendly universe, that we are destined to make a choice from the depth of our being, whether the core of each and every human being and everything in existence is benevolent, is merciful, is from the oneness, or whether it is separate, whether it's devoid of true love and potential for growth. And I say that the reason the world is in the state it's in and the reason why so many psyches, including my precious psyche at times in my life and even times now, I can have moments of feeling that separateness that causes me to want to either fight myself, fight my precious human body, 
fight the circumstances of my life, rather than to take a deep, dignified breath as the forces of the cells of my body and the energy meridians and the chakras and the full, I mean, potent energy that comes from my soul's longing for love to be able to align my energy with the forces of the heavens and the earth and the highest light forces of the intellect, of the emotions, of the body, of the financial state, of the romantic state, of the familial state, of the environmental state, of every state of this existence that I'm in, to align it so that I can advocate for the light, so that you can advocate for the light. And in that, we're swimming with the river rather than against it. I think that's another apt analogy that when we fight the darkness, we can swim upstream like those precious salmon do to spawn. God bless them. And we can accomplish something or we can turn downstream and let the river rush around us and hold us and move us and swim in the current of the momentum. Like the difference between walking on one of those walking sideways, side um, sidewalks in airports or other big locations, how fast you go when you're moving with a moving force. The momentum of whatever we call divinity, God, great spirit, Jesus, Buddha, Baba, science, nature, love, universe, goddess, divinity, whatever word we call that forever in the moment sensation of being connected to something more and knowing that all is well and that we have the potential to create anything, to let go of anything that hurts us and to create anything that brings us more of the truth of the oneness. We have that power within us now. And so in this moment, I'm going to ask you to take some deep breaths into your human form, 360 degree breaths, imagining it with that power, that divine power that resides within you and acts at your command, acts at your command in direct proportion with your alignment, with your soul, with that sense of understanding that we're all part of something. And when we hurt one another, we hurt ourselves. And when we deny ourselves, we deny others. So to take some breaths into the wisdom, into your eternal nature, the only thing temporary about you is the fleeting moment of the cells of your body. These cells that form as a result of your soul's blueprint come to serve come to serve your experience of loving, of awakening, and of spreading that love, of true service, not work, not harshness, not depleting action and thoughts, but the true service that aligns with the joyful spirit that allows you to face whatever needs to be faced without being discouraged, which discouraged courage comes from the root word of a, like liqueur from French or el corazon from Spanish, the core of our heart, to not be discouraged 
with our own capacity to give and receive love, not just in our own personal lives, but on the world stage. It is time to march forward with the energy and the wisdom and the steps that have been building with people like you and people like me and matrixes or matrix sixes. I don't know how to say that, but matrix sixes is probably wrong and it's fun. But to move with these groups of people and of thought patterns and of new enlightened vision and wisdom that is being gifted to us so that we can at this moment in time access the immediate force that made everything the own point the creation point that in this moment point and revitalize our planet revitalize our bodies revitalize our minds revitalize our countries at the same moment as we disarm the overt aggression that comes from a territorial, animalistic in the most loving sense, but animalistic in the sense that not aware of the oneness and that territorial um, top dog, the having to be the victor in the hierarchy of a social, more primitive consciousness hierarchy. It's time for us to untie the knot in some spiritual literatures, it's called Vishnu's knot that is between our solar plexus and our heart chakra. The solar plexus being at the top of our belly and the heart chakra being in the center of our chest and letting what is destined to happen, and we have only choice in whether we enjoy it and move it more quickly to enjoy it or suffer more longly. Again, that's not proper adverb, but suffer more with more length. When we can in this moment shift from solar plexus energy, which we need that power. We need that power of self-esteem, self-confidence, the assertion of the I being enough and being able to create a sustainable life for ourselves and those we care about, but to let that shift to serve the heart and let the heart chakra lead, the heart chakra that has the wisdom of the infinite love that made this game called creation, and to move from solar plexus, aggression kind of based living, aggression and lack, victim and villain, causing the need for a savior, and not in the sense of the biblical or Christ-like savior, but the savior in the terms of the never-ending amount of work that people have to do to keep children fed and and clothed and to help worlds that are just so below the poverty level for us to be able to move from the that kind of depleting kind of service to the heart-centered service that it still allows us to act like that but to be able to revel, revel in actually accomplishing something It is said that the only lasting service is the type of service that awakens us to our true nature. Then this moment, it is my deepest longing to serve you into awakening to your true infinite nature, your true ability to affect in your own personal life in the world, as well, the positive change that you want to make, that you know is possible to imagine it, to feel it. And this business of disarming, disarming aggression comes from the continuum of disarming the aggression that our thoughts play upon our bodies and our sense of ourselves, or that disarming the thoughts that prove that others 
are continuing to be bad, bigger or lesser than us or whatever it is that leads us to feel more separate and alone and without that sense of deep serenity and on a continuous loop of anxiety and depression and moving us into this new golden age that is coming. It is coming. I feel it. I know it to be true. Can you feel it in this moment? Can you imagine that the way we can disarm aggression is not meeting it with more aggression or blocking it with all of our might? Even if we think we may need to do some of that, but we can disarm aggression by radiating into the energy centers of the human forms, of the collective forms, of the energetic thought patterns that's called egregors, like these massive thought patterns of of lower vibrational energies that conglomerate by radiating into it the light of the truth within us, of radiating into any person that you know is suffering. Because I have said this and I will say it again, happy people do not hurt another one on purpose. Happy people are not bullies. Happy people do not intentionally or callously or maliciously disregard the lives of any sentient being, including this golden planetary mother earth that we live on and the energy of it. It only comes from being disconnected from the energy of our soul, the energy of what's called in spiritual terms, the compassionate participation of the soul. And if we get stuck in that old unholy trinity of victim, villain, and savior, when we're the savior, we are going to have to be the villain. And then we're going to have to be the victim. Like a shell game, we play these roles over and over and over again, keeping this hamster wheel trinity going and going until we step off it. We say enough from the advocating the light place, and then we start to see with our universal sight, plugging into our universal mind, like just taking your hand near your head and plugging in to the greater wisdom that sees time and space and history in this moment and everything that's occurring from the perspective of the vast patterns of evolution and seeing what needs to come now. And as important as it is to radiate the infinite nature of every human being, especially to those that are suffering right now and may soon lose their life to any cause, whether it be disease or active aggression. It is equally important to radiate into ourselves the truth of what's happening, to not make these people eternal victims to whatever situations are happening and to radiate into those people that we believe are the perpetrators unconditional love and it's not you can do whatever you want and i will still love you blah blah with that kind of um more ignorant attitude that we will naturally fight against but i love this analogy from i heard from the abraham hicks body of wisdom that what the christ jesus meant by turn the other cheek was turn from that which makes you feel small into that which makes you feel powerful. Turn from that which makes you feel separate and hopeless and aggressive yourself into that which makes you feel connected, 
one, powerful, and full of the ability to bring together in harmony what we so long for. To move from the competition of the primitive, more animalistic solar plexus run amok energy into the energy that the solar plexus serves the heart. And then there's a balance between the heart and the mind and the mind serves the heart. And there is this bowing, this devotion to the power of one. What if you and I are not we, but one, that we is even a limited verbal notion that we are one and that right now, whatever we see on the planet that might be filled with strife is like one foot kicking the other foot. What do we do when one foot kicks the other foot? Of course, we put our hand on the foot being kicked, but we also put our hand both with loving, loving force, not separate force, but with strength, with conviction, with compassion. Oh, stop now. You're hurting yourself. There is such a heavy cost to being the perpetrator, to being the villain, to being the aggressor, to being the bully to being the person that does that. There is such a karmic backlash that will have to be balanced, not in the terms of punishment, but just in terms of reaping what you sow. And if we get seduced in being a perpetrator by, I'll say it this way, getting off on the energy of hate, getting a rush on the energy of being righteous, but not really effectuating any positive change in the seeming conflict that we see in our world. If we don't know that our power, our thoughts create instantly and what we can do when we're not hating or being indifferent or isolating is to take deep breaths into how much we matter, how important we are, how necessary we are to bringing world harmony from a new way now. What if the latest world stage conflicts are giving us the experience, the opportunity to not fight a new way, but to advocate for light, by our very presence, by doing what I have been as doing as part of my mission of my soul of this incarnation is to join energetic arms and hearts and bodies and minds, cultivating the mother bear, father bear, parent bear force within us and saying enough and directly radiating into the hearts, bodies, minds, energy fields of all of those involved, victim, villain, or savior, which pretty much describes a lot of us here on the planet, into the energy of the hurting, the one hurting, and the one with the perspective to bring unconditional love and acceptance to it all to dissolve the unhealthy paradigm. Oh, dear people, I believe in this. 
I believe from the center of my centermost being that this power of march, of this power to take regular measured steps, to stride, to walk, to trample, to tread underfoot those limiting beliefs, crushing them like we would a peppercorn to elicit its flavor, its true essence, the way we would dissolve anything to be able to extract its perfume, its purest nature, that this is the time that we stop playing the game of separate, stop playing the game of you sunk my battleship, as harsh as that is and the reality that it is, and to be able to dissolve that crazy notion of a god of war, a god of war and stop waging war against which only creates more war stop using our precious thoughts and attention and energies and squiggles or money into the energy of the rush of the fight and of the superior and inferior in the never-ending seesaw that we put ourselves on here in this planet And it's time to then take our place. Take our places. Take your place now. Imagine you standing on this earth with a column of light that radiates from your core through into the earth and up into the heavens and joining with each and every one of us. And I will always invite you to join the Galactic Council of Women, All Genders Welcome. It has been percolating and and tirelessly, ceaselessly not leaving me alone for this moment in time. For those of us that have the bravery, the courage, the strength, the imagination, the loving heart, the willingness to awake to doing something new for ourselves, for our children, for our grandchildren, for the creatures of this earth, for the energies and the elements of this earth, for the future, to be able to do that in the name of however we know that God and turn that energy of the God of war, of March, of Mars into the goddess, the divinity of one who brings together, who nurtures a reunion of one and all, and let there be no reason, no extreme reason, even on a spiritual level, for war to occur again, because we know how to disarm energy. I have been learning how to do that. There is a way There's energetic ways to disarm aggressive energy coming towards us or coming towards others without having to meet it, with blocking it with your own energy that you're having to then get depleted or to then rise to the level of aggression and come back. There's a way to come behind that aggressive force 
and to disarm it, to dissolve it with seeing the pain that someone who acts like that is coming from and the desperation of the feeling of being separate that causes them to only know how to feel or seek relief from that desperate existential fear and rage and aloneness by conquering or hurting others. And we so need to have compassion for it. If we've ever thought a negative thought about ourselves, we are on the continuum of these world stage aggressions. And so it is incumbent upon us to compassionately dissolve those voices, which is the mission that I have been a proponent of and many others like me. And I believe you too. It is time to be an advocate for the light It is time to go through this month of March that has the equinox in it, whether it's the autumnal equinox or the spring equinox, where there's an equal day and night, where the sun is over the equator, where we can find equipoise, equity, equanimity, equality in the true sense of it, the convergence of equals of souls coming together for the promise of newness, the promise of completion of old cycles, whether we're going into winter and let the old, aggressive, limited, ego-driven, ignorant perspectives, immature ways of being dissolve as half of this world or a great portion of it goes into winter. And as the other goes into spring, as we are all one simultaneously creating new life, new growth, proliferating this incredible fragrance of multifaceted colored support, whether it be flowers or food or temperature. And as we go into, even in the Christian tradition, what's traditionally known as as Lent or the Lenten season, the season when in the biblical story, Jesus spent 40 days in the desert before coming back for the Passover and the crucifixion. Let us know as we go into this time, as a Catholic, I was told to give up something. And at some point in my Catholic training as a youth, I was told you could also do something. And as an adult, although I don't practice Catholicism in that way, I believe that I'm Catholic as my part of my origin story and Catholic meaning universal. Yes, for that, that I will then own that for this Lenten season, I will give up the delusion of separateness and lack. I will give up the perspective that I do not have power untold, that I am accessing and can access and can inspire in others. And I will speak, breathe, act, love, bring pleasure, and continue to pulsate with the natural river and rhythm of the divine energy that made everything of which I am an integral part. And I will move into daylight savings time 
which is my least favorite of all the daylight savings time, that spring forward where we set the clocks an hour ahead, which makes me star graving mad every year, both of them, and I get the farmer idea, and if we're not really helping farmers or someone right now, I just say it just proves to us the the time is not a thing and it's a collective agreement and poof, it's a different time. But as we move forward for that and we get up when it's a little bit darker, a little bit earlier, and as our biorhythms adjust to the new schedule and we move even into March 15th from the Caesar and Brutus analogy, et tu, Brute, beware the Ides of March. Let us beware the Ides of March is known as March 15th, not because we're going to be stabbed in the back, not because there's going to be some great political unrest, but saying to the forces of separateness, you beware the Ides of March because we have finally caught on and we are not going to play this silly game anymore, this silly, painful game. And we, as we said, we go into the equinox on March 20th and then we go in to The end of this month, the end of March, the 31 days of March, the last three days of March are known according to lore as the borrowing days because it's said to have a reputation for being stormy. But let that be the storms that come to just usher in a new weather system a new weather system for our climate, because as we do this, we will necessarily access the energy that will bring more vitality to the elements of this earth. As we are in this month also, we will have the energy of Pisces, which is in the astrology. It's such a time to know that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Know that we are swimming in the energies of a fresh start, of relationships, of of community, of finances, of our bodies. It's a time to let us be illuminated, especially as we go through the new moon on March 2nd, which I will be, if you haven't listened to that, it will it's go back to listen to it in time and space to access the power of that. And the full moon on March 18th in Virgo, reminding us that we have to bring awareness in an instant to the the truth of the alignment of our soul with our true north and with others similarly spirited and minded and no longer neglecting the service to our own selves and to everyone else. This is a time of great change and transformation. And with our attitude aligned with the truth of what we are, this attitude, this alignment will usher in a new spring and a new fall, the springing forth of what we all long for and the falling away of what no longer serves and a dynamic new creative world for one and all, where our imagination soars, where the deep ocean of love within us flows, where life can feel more optimistic and joyful and collaborative and pleasurable, and where our deepest dreams come true. Plus, I am living it in this March. I am flowing and seeing it exponentially expand in my own personal life, in my mission through the Galactic Council of Women, All Genders Welcome, through the various 
inspirational offshoots that are coming from it. And as I conclude this power of March, I will say to you here, I'm going to just clap here, the March, the beat of the deeper energy within you saying, don't give up now. This is the time that you can jump and ride into this new world. And even if it is time for you to take your last breath, you can slide from one realm to the other on the energy of the infinite heartbeat within us and within, within everyone. Deep breaths, wonderful people. Let yourself feel the energy of the highest illuminating light of love and motion of the own point coming through you as I conclude with a chant that is dissolved to bring immediate healing even to the most darkest times, even to the brink of seeming annihilation. And it goes like this and just be still and receive it. Om Triam become your jamahe Sugandim pushti vardhanam Orvarukamiva bandhanam Mrityor mukshi amamritata Om Triam become your jamahe Sugandim pushti vardhanam Orvarukamiva bandhanam Mrityor mukshi amamritata Aum triambakam yajamahe Sugandim pushti vardhanam Orvarukamiva bandhanam Mrityor mukshi amamritata Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. And now I am bringing a glorious smile to my face, a glorious seeing of you wherever you are. I know how to be with you in time and space, and I am with you. I am adoring you. I am praising you. I am encouraging you. I am loving you. I am wanting to collaborate with you. I am with you. We are with each other. Go forth, march forth into March with the dignity and power of your eternal soul, the joyful delight of your unique personality, and with the support of everything in existence. Love and blessings, dear wonderful person. Mwah. If you enjoyed this episode, wonderful person, and you'd like to share the love, the power, and the possibilities, please post about it on social media and share it with your people. I'd really appreciate that. And to find out more about the Galactic Council of Women, all genders welcome, or how to join or work with me one-on-one, -on -one, go to galacticcouncilljoin.com.